Hello, and welcome to Sharp, the podcast where we help you get a little better at the stuff you have to do, so you can spend more time doing the stuff you want to do. So now, on with the episode. Hello, hello, hello. Hello and welcome to episode 16. God blimey. We're 17 weeks now down the line for our little podcast and uh, we're still growing, um, still learning and hopefully each week we're getting better at what we do. I saw this week that our listener base is, is really growing. We're being listened to in places that you might expect. We get lots of listens in the US and the UK and Europe because obviously at this point there seems to be a difference between the UK and Europe. But we also get listened to in Japan and Cambodia and Vietnam and even India. And that really blows my mind. You know, I send out the podcast from a little studio here in the south coast of the UK. And I do put a fair bit of work into producing something that I hope is helpful and practical and useful. But once I send it out, then I've got no control over where it goes. And I find that really amazing. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks to the people particularly who've supported us this week. We've had loads of connections on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Last week's subject was GTD, so it was good to get some interaction from GTD and the Next Action Network. And also people like Eric, Juice in the Morning, The State of Social Podcast, Francesco, 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 hope I pronounced that right, Debbie and Louise. So how's your week been? I don't know about you, but... When I'm out and about, I try to make um, a little bit of contact with the people that I meet. You know, just, just engage with people. Well, this week I stopped in a coffee shop on the way to, I was going to Torquay, I think it was. Need that early morning caffeine hit. And as usual, I was chatting to the person that was, um, that was helping me. And I saw this sign that um, this particular brand is claiming at the moment that the baristas can make their coffee with their eyes closed. You may know who it is. And I said to the lady behind the counter that was serving me, do people actually say that? Do you get a lot of people coming in and saying, you know, go on then, make the coffee with your eyes closed? And she said that if they did, she'd bolt for the door. (laughs) And then she went on to tell me about how three people hadn't turned up, that she was having a terrible day. And this was only half seven in the morning. And I thought, is it me? Have I got one of those faces that people just want to open up to? A face like an ear, I was once told. Was that a face for radio? Anyway, I got my coffee, and as I walked past, I said to her, I hope your day gets better. Well, she raised her eyes, and she said, me too. But the look on her face, well, it was clear that that wasn't going to happen. And it's a real shame. I'm sure she had a lot going on, and sometimes it is tough. It's hard to make that conscious decision to choose to be better or to smile when you're not happy or to work on thinking differently. But then I guess I don't need to tell you that, because after all, that's why you choose to listen to something like this, which aims to help you get better. So we started looking at GTD last week. Was that any use to you? You might find that it feels a bit lumpy when you first look at it, but trust me, that goes away once you start using it. I listened to last week's podcast back, and I wondered if that stuff was right for you. I'm hoping to get the balance right here. So we showcase things that are practically useful and helpful, but new enough to take you a little bit outside of your comfort zone or be of interest, 
but not so far away from what's helpful that they become meaningless. Talking of practical and helpful, that is what this week is all about. When listening back to last week's episode, I noticed that I spoke a little bit about a couple of apps called Nosby and Evernote. Now, I don't know if you know these apps or if you use them or if they're brand new to you. So this week, I wanted to talk a little bit more about those two in particular. If you've not used them, this edition is to introduce you to why I think they're fantastic. And if you do use one or both of them, I'm also going to share some advanced tips as well. Now, I like these two apps in particular, because no matter what you do for work, play or anything else, they're dead useful. They're good for students, business people, family stuff, pretty much anything. They're simple and you don't need to be particularly interested in productivity or efficiency or anything else that I spend my time researching. Remember, I do it so you don't have to. You can just get on with using them and make them work. So the first one is Nosby. Now, I love Nosby. It's really cool. It was created by a guy called Michael Slewinski. I hope I've pronounced that right, Michael. And he made this, uh, he started this up about 10 years ago. Now, Nosby is a task manager app, but please don't let the title put you off. It simply helps you get control of the stuff that you've got to do. So let's break it down. Let me tell you why I think it's particularly fab. So let's say that on your calendar this month, you've got... um, two birthdays, a wedding, a presentation, and a christening to go to. So that's great. They're on your calendar. You know when they are. But before you get to those things, those events, there's stuff you've got to do to get ready, isn't there? There's things you've got to do to prepare. There's things you've got to buy from shops like gifts or cards or maybe a new tie or a pair of shoes for that presentation. And then there are things you've got to, you've got to prepare yourself, like maybe... There's a rehearsal for the christening, or you've got to do a slideshow for the presentation, or maybe a speech for the wedding. And then there are the things that you've got to do that are a bit more routine, like getting a bag packed for the birthday because it's an all-weekender, or booking a cab to get to the wedding, or getting your outfit dry clean for the presentation, and so on. The point is that the tasks themselves, the little jobs you've got to do, well, they're not connected to each other, are they? They might all be for a similar event, But the place and the time that you carry out those individual jobs is different. Some things you do while you're shopping. Other things you do at your home or your office or your home office or the home office if you work at the home office. Some you can do anywhere via your mobile and so on. It took me longer to explain that than it takes you to actually do this stuff. This is how it works. All you do is you put each thing into Nosby. So let's say the wedding, you just type in wedding, but you call it a project. And then in the wedding project, you just list all the stuff you've got to do for the wedding, like write a speech, book a cab, and so on. And you do the same, let's say, for the presentation. So you type in presentation, you call it a project. And then in the presentation project, you list the jobs you've got to do for that, like produce slides, buy new tie, dry clean outfit, and so on. So all you do is you just literally... Press one button, one click for each thing. So when you type in buy tie, you click shopping. When you type in book cab, you click telephone call. When you type in write speech, you click home office. Just taking a second to think about 
where would I do this thing? That is where the magic happens. Because what Nosby does is it then groups those jobs into categories and voila. I wasn't sure whether using the word voila was going to be the right thing here. If it stays in and you heard it, I decided it was right. I'm happy to have your feedback. Where were we? So now all the things you have to do at the shops, well, they're now all on one list. All the things you can do from your phone, they're all in one place. All the things you need to do at your home PC, yep, they're all in one place as well. So you can get the things done in one hit and you're not juggling lots of different lists or worse, one massive list that's got everything on it. All you do is you just choose the category that represents where you are. So when you're home, click home, and you can see all the things that you need to do from home. When you're shopping, click shopping, and you've got a list of everything you've got to buy. When you've got five minutes and you can make a couple of calls, click telephone or call. And again, you've got a list of things that you need to do just in that location. Now, as I said before, it probably took me longer to explain it than it will take you to do it. Trust me, it's really simple and really straightforward. Essentially, you type in wedding, call it a project, type in buy tie, and press the button that says shopping. That's it. There are introduction videos to show you how to set this all up on YouTube. Here's Michael introducing Nosby on one of the many support videos they have. Now, he does have a strong accent, um, but following these videos is actually as easy as pie when you've got the visual as well. There's lots of graphics and imagery there to help you. Welcome to step one of our 10 steps to ultimate productivity course. Here we deal with the fact that you're thinking about too many things at once. You need to take stuff off your mind and put it all in your trusted productivity system. My wife keeps on laughing at me saying I'm like an old computer with default settings. I recognize only 16 basic colors and I pretend to be a multitasking guy. Where actually I can only do one thing at a time. I must admit, there is some truth in that. Just like David Allen says in his book, Getting Things Done, when your mind has too much to think about, you can't actually get anything done. You can't work efficiently when your mind is being distracted. That's why you need your trusted system where you can easily put stuff into it. The easier you can throw stuff at it, the better. That's the first thing. So how much does this all cost? Well, amazingly, Nosby is free. It's free for individual members with up to five different projects per month. Or if you want to upgrade, it's about $8 or £8 a month. And then you can get unlimited projects, project sharing, and two people can share as well. My favourite thing about Nosby is that it's simple. And they take you step by step through setting it up. Anyone can do it. If you want to get control of your stuff, try it out. Now, remember before I said that if you're already a user of Nosby and you want to go to the next level, these are some of the more advanced things you can do with it. You can use categories to set energy levels. So that means you've got a list of all the things I can do when I'm feeling tired or flat. And you've got a separate list of the things that you can only do when your energy levels are high. There's a bit of a smile in my voice because I made a mistake there, which I don't think you're going to get to hear. There's lots of recent research to suggest that managing energy levels is more useful than trying to manage time. What else can you do with it? You can share projects and you can um, even delegate tasks. You can tag things with hashtags, making them easier to find. You can set up repeating tasks with reminders. You can use it to support a weekly review to see where you or your team are on their activities. 
and you can identify priority tasks. Now, that's not really advanced, but I guess it is one level up from beginner. So let's say you've got lots on, but you want to identify the things that must happen that day. Well, you give those things a star and they go into the priority section. So you can make sure that if you only get those things done today, that you know what those things are. As always, I'll share a link to show you more on this advanced stuff in the show notes. But really, for everyone, whether you've never heard of it before or whether you already use it, I thoroughly recommend Nosby. It's really useful. Michael's got a weekly set of videos called Ask Michael, where he shares wider sort of productivity advice, shows you how to integrate Nosby with things like Dropbox and Evernote. And they've got a nice community on, um, on social media with productivity tips and cool stuff, fun stuff, videos, cake and funny hats. So if you want to keep a shopping list, it's simple. Or if you want to run an entire company with it, you can do. Because Nosby can be as simple or as complex as you like. It's cool. Give it a try. It will help you get things done. Okay, Evernote. Where do I begin with Evernote? Again, if you're an experienced user, I'll cover some more advanced stuff at the end of this section. But for beginners or people that don't really know about Evernote, it's just fab. Okay, so what is it? Here are what some people think of it from Evernote themselves, starting with Tim Ferriss. There are very few services that I really feel I could not live without. Evernote is one of them, and I use it 10 to 20 times a day. Evernote is great because it is there with me wherever I go. If I can't take my laptop into a meeting, great, I have my phone. I don't know how I'd manage my day without Evernote, to be honest. Um, it's the first thing that I open when I get into the office, and it's the last thing that I close. You should watch that video, actually. I'll put it in the show notes. So here are some examples of how I use it. You know when you're reading a post or a blog that looks interesting, but you've not really got the time to read it now? Well, just click a button, send it to Evernote, and it's there ready for you to read later. You can either send it into your inbox or you can have a special folder set up for read later or reference and you just press one button and there it is. What about if you've got loads of receipts knocking around waiting for tax return time? Well, that's simple. You can take a picture of them with the Evernote camera. You name them. You can even give them a tag to group them together and then they're ready for you to retrieve when you need them. So you can get rid of the pile of paper and put a nice plant there instead. But Evernote really comes into its own when you're out and about. I'm walking from a car park to a meeting that I'm going to. It's a bit windy. I'm out in the street, so it's not the sort of place that I can easily get a notebook out. On and, and I suddenly remember that I need to think about preparing some handouts for tomorrow's meeting. Well, all I need to do is just pull out my phone. I press one button, which is the microphone button on my Evernote taskbar. And then I just record that note or that idea like we used to do with a dictaphone. But the great thing is that when I get back to the meeting or back to the office, that recording, that little audio file is sitting there in my inbox ready for me to listen to and take action on. And I can even set a reminder 
so I don't forget to look at it. So let's say you're a photographer, or you're a filmmaker, or you're someone that is always on the lookout for interesting locations or views. And you've gone out to meet some friends, and you find yourself somewhere that you definitely want to come back to later with your camera, and do some proper photography. But you're not quite sure where you are, and you haven't got a lot of time. So all I need to do is quickly whip my phone out. I take a picture of the view or the area that I want to come back to, you know, capturing the rough idea of what inspires me. Take that picture in Evernote, and Evernote will not only put that picture in my inbox, but it will automatically give that picture a title, which is the name of the place that I'm at. It uses geolocation or Wi-Fi to work out where we are, and obviously if I've got a few seconds I can make some notes with the image um, to look at when I get back. But the amazing thing is that when I do get back, not only will that picture automatically have the title of where I am, but I've just got to click on that title and it takes me straight to Google Maps and shows me exactly where I was. Now this bit's really cool. I'm at a networking event and there's loads of people here that are keen to give me their business cards. Now that's all right if I'm only gonna get one or two but if you get 10 or 15, you've got to carry them around, you've got to get back home, sort them out, decide which ones you want to follow up on, and or worse, you throw them away, which, you know, in these environmentally friendly times, that's not really very sustainable activity, is it? Well, not with Evernote, because all you have to do is you ask the person to lend you their card, you take a photo of it in Evernote, and it automatically detects that it's a business card. And it gives you the option to add in the name, email address and so on. So not only have you got the image of the business card, but you've got their contact details, which it will share with Google Contacts. But Evernote can even read the text, so you can find it later. So you can search by wine merchant or film producer or whatever the contact is that you're looking for, and it will show you all the business cards that have got those words on them. And there's more. You can write your notes by hand or with a stylus. You can send Evernote emails with information. So let's say you get an email from someone that you need to do something with or you need to read it later. You can just forward it to your Evernote inbox. You can set reminders. You can store all of your documents. You can share stuff. I like the checklists. So there's little tick boxes. So for example, if you find yourself regularly packing a bag at an unearthly hour in the morning like I do, you can use the checklist that you've prepared before and then you don't need to think, you don't need to worry and you don't need to get to your destination without a shaver, your underwear or your phone charger. It's brilliant. In fact, I'm using Evernote right now. You see, what I do is I sketch out my notes for each episode on a laptop in Evernote and this automatically syncs with my phone. Then when I'm in the studio, it's there on my phone ready to keep me on the straight and narrow and ensure I'm talking to you about the stuff I'd planned to. And then the best bit is that I copy these notes into the show notes, I tidy them up a little bit, and voila! You've got, I said voila again, didn't I? You've got, uh, maybe that was for our European colleagues, you've got, you've got show notes which help you find out more about the stuff that we talk about. So in this case, Evernote is helping me create an episode about Evernote, and it will create these show notes 
which you can read about Evernote to find out about Evernote. Okay, it could send you mad. Um, they've also got a really cool community, and they're, uh, and they're always sharing fab, helpful stuff, not just about Evernote, but things to help you get better or think differently, and some nice ideas on different approaches you can take to challenging stuff. You might have guessed it. I love Evernote. Now again, you can start free of charge. You can find out if it's for you. Then you can learn how it works. And then if you love it, you can upgrade to get all the functions and more storage and so on. There's tons of resource out there to introduce you, to help you get into it, to help you learn it and to set it up. To be honest, Evernote's website and their own YouTube account are actually the best places to go to. Now, as we said, for people that do use Evernote already, here's some stuff that might be useful to you. There's a function called IFTT, which stands for If This Then That. And it's a separate app, which can automatically detect things like where you are or what time it is. You can then link it to Evernote to do things like automatically copy the tweets you send into Evernote, or record where you are in the world when you write something. You can even set it up so that when you go to a meeting, it knows you've gone to that place, and it can pre-populate your inbox with a templated meeting record so you can start typing what's happening. With Evernote itself, you can capture post-it notes in colour and save them in Evernote. You can buy special moleskin notebooks that have these smart stickers so you can upload your handwritten notes and sketches, you can digitise them and then share them. Did you know that you can find previous versions of a note or you can even retrieve deleted notes up to 30 days later? You can use it to put notes and commentary on PDFs. You can set it up to get emails with your daily reminders. You can encrypt sections of your text. There's one thing I really like, which is you can create a table of contents. So let's say you've got a whole load of recipes or um, you've got a whole load of books that you want to read or films to watch or, I don't know, photography gear to buy and so on. But you've got lots of different notes, different articles, all in separate notes. Well, all you do is you select all those notes and you click one button, and it creates a table of contents. So like, literally like in a book, you go into that note, and you've got an index, a summary, of all of the notes that you wanted to look at. So you can have a table of contents for recipes, you can have a table of contents for books you want to read, and so on. And then within that note, you've got links to all the individual notes, all in one place, just by pressing one button. As always, I'll post an article to show you how to do all this advanced stuff, in the podcast show notes. But the thing is, whether you're an existing user or you've never used it before, have a look at Evernote. It is fab. I've got to say, if it's good enough for Tim Ferriss, it's good enough for me. So there you have it, two apps which will definitely help you be better at what you do so you spend less time doing the stuff you have to do, so you can spend more time doing the stuff you want to do. The links to all the resources that I've spoken about will be in the show notes. Yep, that's the show notes that I wrote in Evernote. These apps are both well worth looking at, and as always, if you need any further info or help, just shoot me a message on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. We're called the same thing in all three places, at Sharp Podcast. If, unlike that poor woman in the coffee shop, If you do want to work on getting better at what you do, then I hope we've helped nudge you a little bit closer to where you want to be and a little bit further away from where you don't want to be. 
that's it for episode 16 so if you've enjoyed please take a minute to rate us on itunes say hi to us on social media we'd love to see your feedback on the webpage. you can just click on the episode and put your comment in the leave a reply box and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you get a box fresh edition plopping into your inbox each time automatically the links to do that are on the website under the subscribe page or you can do it in your podcatcher app on itunes or anywhere that you get podcasts i'm off i hope you have a great week and don't forget don't waste time comparing yourself to anyone else the only person you should aim to be better than is the person that you were yesterday bye bye from Gladiators to host a Millennium Barn Dance at Yeovil Aerodrome.